It's time for Fantasy Football Semi-Pros. Let's do it. Anyway, let's carry on because we are starting yep. very late now. We are starting to, later. Due to Barbara's promotion, he has to work really late and then we get started later. So, But good news is Thursday we should be starting earlier. I am off, so that's going to help things. Um, off at 6.15, so we'll be back to around 7-ish. Yeah. So. All right, so we'll go ahead and jump into this instead of just going through the typical... How are you doing and stuff like that? Yeah, let's let's we'll get rid of that. <clears throat> so we'll go ahead and go over to Devin versus the coin. And it looks like Devin is guaranteed to be the best scorer in our pick'em this week. Yeah, I mean she's beating me by one game. She's got ten right so far, so she's ten and four on the week so far. Uh I can't remember who she picked between Seattle and the football team. Devin has no idea either. Um I know I took Washington, but I'm a game behind her. No matter what, Devin's gonna beat the coin. For week 12. Yep, the coin is 6-8 and eight right now. That's a first. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm one game behind her, so do I, I feel like you probably took, you like birds. You always pick, like, the Falcons and the Eagles, but I feel like you really, I feel like you took the, the Seahawks, but that doesn't well, matter. anyways, we're calling Devin over to make her picks. For week 13. <laughs> Right, so week 13 is filled with a lot of buys, so there, there's going to be only 14 games. Um, Carolina Panthers on a buy, Cleveland Browns, Green Bay Packers, and the Tennessee Titans. I mean, thought there, Henry, the Tennessee Titans are pretty much irrelevant right now, if you ask me. So that's not going to be a huge loss for anybody. So jumping into the Thursday night game, we got the New Orleans we got the Dallas Cowboys traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The Saints just announced that they're going to start Taysom Hill. It has been announced. He has a second chance. Well, he played. He started for him last year a couple games. I'm going to take the Saints. You're, you're going to. But now that he's out, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Oh, so you're <laughs> switching. Yeah. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Devin says Cowboys. Coin says Saints. I, I don't know really where to go with either one of these teams, to be completely honest, because... They're so hot and cold, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Next games, starting on Sunday. Presentation, please. Be very loud. Okay. Chargers. So the Los Angeles Chargers are traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are a two and a half point favorite. Who's okay. Bengals it is. Bengals it is. Let's see if that game's in here later. Who was it? Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, next game. Bucks versus Falcons in Atlanta. Bucks are favored by 10 points. Bigger Falcons, Tom Brady. 
Oh, the coin took the Bengals as well, just so you know. And the coin also took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Next game, favored by seven. Arizona coming off of a bye week. Should have Kyler Murray back, hopefully. Fingers crossed for my fantasy football team. Traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Cardinals. Cardinals. Coin says Bears, though. I mean, you, ever since you started doing your research, your five minutes of looking at... I actually did not research at all last week. I was too busy shopping and Target. Yeah, typical so, typical woman. So apparently that's the answer. Target is the answer to everything. Okay. Well, <laughs> coin said the Bears. Next up, Vikings travel to Detroit to take on the Lions. Vikings are favored by seven. Not the Vikings. Yeah, probably a safe pick. Um... I think the Lions, if they go un, if they go winless this year, they could be one of the franchises to do it the most in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I think there's only one other team that's done it. Was the Browns? I think the Browns have done it. Yeah. But Detroit was the first to do it when they went 0 16. Anyway, uh, yeah. Coin took the Lions. Next up. New York Giants travel down to Miami to take on the Dolphins. And somehow, Barbara has the coin says the Chiefs on this one. Interesting. Well, <laughs> I pick the Dolphins. I don't think the Chiefs will win this one. I feel like Very I can guarantee that. We'll flip that one. If I, remember, if I remember correctly, it was the Giants. We'll okay, we'll re- we'll we'll reflip on that one. Okay, Fine. but you you were taking the Dolphins. Yep. Okay, next your favorite thing, but they lost this past weekend. Eagles seven point favorites take on the Jets. Eagles. You're right. I do like birds. But the Jets <laughs> beat the Texans though. Yeah, but I picked the Eagles. And the Eagles lost. Okay, Eagles lost to the Giants. Coin says the Eagles as well. Next up, seven and a half point favorites. Indianapolis Colts travel to Houston to take on the Texans. I hope Jonathan Taylor goes off. I think the Colts. Coin says Colts too. <laughs> All right, Washington football team travels to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. The Raiders are favored by two and a half points. Raiders. Coin says Raiders. Jaguars at Rams. Rams are 13 and a half point favorites. Rams. Wow. Rams. Wow. Wow, the coin says the Jaguars. Interesting. Oh well, I mean they beat the Bills earlier this year, so who knows? Ravens at Steelers. I was on the fence on this one, but I went with the Steelers. That's a bold strategy. Coin says Ravens. <laughs> coin might be right. Forty <laughs> ers two and a half point favorites taking on the Seahawks in Seattle. You're right. I do like birds. I know I you. Pick the Seahawks again. Uh, the coin took the Seahawks I don't as well. Like actual birds. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Next up, the Bucking Broncos take on the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. This is the game I think the Chiefs will win. Yeah, I would. I don't know, man. Sometimes Broncos are hot and cold too. It's hard to pick those games. Coin says Chiefs. Patriots Bills close it out on Monday night. Bills. <clears throat> Coin says the Bills are favored by three, but. The coin says the Patriots will win this one. Yeah, but coin knows less than nothing. Well, I guess so. So that's it. <laughs> that's all we got for week 13, Devin all versus right. the coin.
Thank you, Devin, Ooh, for yeah, coming nice. on making your picks. Now we got Brandon's best bets. That's what we're calling it for the Adam and the Adam, the waiver wire pickups. <laughs> Brandon's best bets. Fine, so we got So yeah, it is time for Brandon's best bets. Yeah, or I like I say it. Brandon's best picks. No, I like alliteration. Alliteration. So I know I don't have a lot of say on this podcast. So that's what we're gonna go with. So our first one, we're gonna. I have actually Alex, Alexander Madison on here. Yeah, Alvin Cook. Alvin Cook separated shoulder. Yeah, not separated shoulder. It was a dislocation, oh, yeah. but he also tore his labrum. Ow, that hurts. They're saying he he's not gonna play this week, but he's considered day to day according to Mike Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um. Torn labrums, essentially, you can play with these. It all comes down to a matter of pain tolerance. But Alexander Madison's going to be a big play for you right here while he's out. If he was a starter anywhere else, I mean, his athletic ability is good enough. He would be an RB1 for sure. The second person I have on here, Dontrell Hilliard, 44% rostered. He had a really good game for the Titans this week. Yeah, in our Dynasty League, I had him in my starting lineup, and he <clears> scored 20 <throat> points, or 22 points or something like that. I don't know. Next, I have Jamal Williams. If Swift misses any time, Jamal well, Williams can definitely step in and handle that workload. Yeah, absolutely. Dan Jefferson's the next person I have on here. He's 57% rostered, but I think yeah. he had three, ca- three catches for 90-something yards and a touchdown. Yeah. He's being utilized, and he always has that touchdown upside. Well, I mean, Daryl Henderson's a good running back over there in Los Angeles. But he's trained his quad, I think it is. Yeah, but, I mean, this offense is all pass. Uh, that, that's where all the – and there's enough – there's good targets all around. You got Beckham Jr., you got Jefferson, you got you got Higby. Who's the one? Cooper Cup I'm missing? I mean, there's, a, there's mm-hmm. enough eyes to take off of Van Jefferson. So, yeah, I mean, he's a speedster. He's got downfield threat. Big playability. And then I want to throw an honorable mention in here. I want to throw T.Y. Hilton in because he's playing Houston. He yeah. just seems to go off against Houston. Uh, he didn't earlier this year, but... He, he's, he got hurt in a game. He was yeah. still having a good game. He was okay. So next I want to go over my QB and defensive streamers. Hmm. And it kind of just worked out that they're both going to be from the same teams. <laughs> <laughs> so I said Carson Wentz. And the indie defense against Houston. Yeah. And then Kirk Cousins and Minnesota versus Detroit. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, he's been a lot better than people expect like people would think. Fantasy wise, yeah. Other than lining up underneath the, the right guard. guard. That'll happen. that'll happen, man. That'll happen. Will it? I think it's I, the first time I've seen that happen in the NFL. I don't think it ever happened to me, but <laughs> At the same time, I wasn't back there calling audibles and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't think he was calling an audible. He got out of the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe he took a hit. Who knows? Uh, but that's my uh, waiver wire ads and QB and defensive streamers. Yeah. So we'll kind of start. We'll start going over the week twelve matchups, uh, recapping those. So we started off with a great game on Thursday morning. Uh, that was the pretty Bears, close. Yeah. The Bears won sixteen fourteen. Andy Dalton, he had a good game, but it's irrelevant because they're saying Fields is the starter again this week. Oh, man. David Montgomery, it was an okay game. It wasn't a game that you'd like to see, especially against a weaker run defense. Yeah. But I think he will bounce back. But the good news is Darnell Mooney, 
He's continuing his breakout. Yeah, those are good numbers right there. Five receptions, 123 yards. No touchdowns, though, but, I mean, it's Dalton. Yeah, and then Cole Komet. He got targets. He got targets this week. He didn't the week before. He's kind of one of those dart throw, touchdown dependent tight ends. Maybe it, maybe he benefits more with a, a veteran under center. Than yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton, he's always seemed to use his tight end, too. That's true. Jimmy Graham came out of nowhere, the only touchdown in the game. <laughs> yeah, that, that was surprising. Jimmy Graham Paul with a touchdown. Uh, as, for, as for the Lions, Jared Goff actually had a good oh, game because okay of two touchdowns. Game. Yeah, I mean, he salvaged his day with two touchdowns. But, but Jamal Williams had himself a good game mm-hmm. in the absence of Swift. Yeah. Uh, Dan Campbell, he did come out and say it's hard to see Swift playing this week. He's hurting a little bit. Don't they? They play on another Thursday too. No, or is it, who, who plays on Thursday? Cowboy Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I wouldn't expect to have Swift this week. So it, I mean, if you have Swift, go out and get Williams. Even if you don't block that, uh, block that manager from getting Williams. Yeah, stop him from getting the handcuff. Josh Reynolds is starting to become a staple in this offense too. I mean, he looked pretty good the last couple yeah. games. He's starting to become that number one receiver for them. Um, I actually, before we move on, I do want to say this is also the time to start grabbing the handcuffs. Yeah, especially if you with, can if you can roster it. Yeah, because people are gonna teams. We we're seeing it. Teams are gonna throttle down on Ezekiel Elliott, so Pollard might be a good play right now. Well, not only that, injuries just wreak havoc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this week we've lost Swift, Cook. CMC, Cook. Yeah, I mean Hubbard's now back in the fold as a starter. Yeah, but actually I don't like Hubbard. His he's got one good game, a bye, and then he's got a tough schedule to run against. <clears throat> Gifton just got slobbered. Sorry guys. Uh so we also our next game, we had the Raiders at the Cowboys. It was weird. All three teams that won on Thursday were, for the away were visiting teams. teams. Yeah, I mean this one, uh, I, I think that's been the last eight games. This was a coin flip game for me. Um, what Raiders team were you going to see? What Dallas Cowboys <laughs> team were you going to see? We don't know. We have no idea. I thought the Raiders coming out of the bye would certainly get, not not the bye, they, I thought they were going to give the Bengals a better game than what they showed. Yeah. And then they come out here and beat the darn Cowboys in, in Dallas. And, but in all fairness, the Cowboys were missing two of their most potent offensive players. Well, we still have Dak. I mean, come on, man. Well, and Zeke was hurt, which there's been conflicting reports on Zeke. They're they're talking about possibly sitting him, letting him rest a little bit, but he was a full practice today. I just think they I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, Yeah, that's probably more what's going to happen. I just wouldn't feel safe. I wouldn't feel confident starting him if I had him on the roster. But if Zeke sits, Pollard's one heck of a play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said that, yeah. Yeah. Uh but Renfro, he's definitely got to keep an eye on. He went eight, he had eight receptions, 134 yards and no touchdowns. And if Waller misses some time, I think he sees an uptick as well as Foster Moreau. Yeah. Yeah. Waller left this game with a knee injury. And who knows, maybe some Derek Carrier. He hurt his IT band, which is on the outside of the leg. It's more common in runners. Yeah, it hurts too. Uh other than that, I mean Gallup and Wilson had good games, but you're not going to rely on that once Cooper and Lamb are back. Yeah, I would even say once Lamb is back, I wouldn't count on these big numbers. Yeah, and honestly, 
I think Gallup's gone next year. I think this is the last year of his contract. They're not going to want to pay up for him. Right. Gallup could be a guy to keep an eye on for next year. Who? Gallup. Yeah. If yeah, he where he goes. Spot. Yeah. And then we got the or that Thursday night game, the Bills at the Saints. Nothing to see. Here. It was slow for the first half, but then Josh Allen kind of picked it up in that second half. The big surprise here, though, Zach Moss was a healthy scratch. Yeah, I was really surprised by that to see that news come out. I just wondered if something's going on personally, or I I think they're kind of trying to mix things up now, especially since they kind of ran into some where they're not doing well. Yeah, and Breed has actually been playing well. I mean, Singletary hasn't been terrible. Is he a Brandon's best bet yet? No. Okay. They don't run the ball enough to do that. (laughs) I mean, Josh Allen had one less yard than Singletary rushing the ball. Fair. Um, as for the Saints, it's hard to trust anybody on this roster. I know they were missing Kamara and Ingram. Yeah. Um, when Kamara or Ingram comes back, that's definitely a plus. But they did say that Taysom Hill, he's been dealing with the plantar fascia tear, which is really painful in the foot. They're saying he took first rep, first team reps today. Yeah, that's weird. So, I. I, I was probably a few weeks early, but it may be happening now. You're not winning with Simeon. Try to make a move to, to mix this up. Yeah, but when Kamara comes back, I still think that hurts his value a little bit because Taysom likes the vulture. Oh, yeah. Uh, good news, though. The Saints have been practicing since Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, since yesterday. Kamara, he was limited both days. Ingram was a full participant today. So it looks like there's some good news there that at least one, if not both, will be back. Hopefully. Fingers crossed, Andy. Fingers crossed. Our next game, that was a fun one for us. Yeah. The Bengals beat the Steelers. Joey Big Balls Burrow and Joe Mixon just went crazy. Actually, Burrow didn't do all that much. He only had 190 something yards. Yeah, 190 yards passing. Yeah, but, but he was 20 for 24. And T. Higgins, the dark horse out of it all, finally having a great game. <laughs> yeah, that... Woo! 20 points for me. I had just dropped T. Higgins in our keeper league because I just needed to make some moves to try to do something. It worked I was looking at the possibility without having Zeke. It didn't work for me. Oh, sorry. So I dropped him for Alex Collins just because I needed a potential running back that I could throw in. And T. Higgins goes off. <laughs> so just, but okay. I'm not expecting this every week, especially because he got such a high target share and it was only, only 190 yards. Mm-hmm. That in the Chargers defense, they're actually good in the secondary. The way you beat the Chargers is running against. Yeah, them. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out there and pick up Higgins. But but I mean, actually, the other side, better days are ahead for Najee. Yeah. The Bengals just kind of, they, you know, it seemed almost at times that they were in the Steelers huddle. Yeah, I mean, th- this defensive line is really, really good, and and I've been saying it all year. They don't have to bank, bring pressure from the, the linebackers. They don't. Their, yeah. their front four can get pressure on every QB that they played against, and when they haven't been able to do that, that's when the defense has struggled. That's when the, the secondaries had to has been compromised, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Deontay Johnson, he's still another guy you can run out there. He's still getting his targets. He had nine catches. Yeah. And Pat Fryermuth, 
he's he's a dart throw tight end as well. He got the only touchdown for the Steelers, and it happened to be in garbage time when the Bengals were sitting there back up. Or yeah, playing but, the backups. Yeah, but you're still playing uh, Claypool just because. He's got that high ceiling, mm-hmm. but he has that low floor. It depends on roster. But if it's a PPR league, and you're looking at it this week, three receptions, 82 yards, so that that's 11.2 points in a PPR <laughs> format. That, that's still – that's still – he, he, to me, seems like a worse version of Tyler Lockett right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. The next game, this was actually a fun game to watch. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Colts. The Buccaneers won 38-31. Or 38-31. Tom Brady, he had an average game for him. It yeah, wasn't anything special. Average. But Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he, he I think really... we can emphasize that four in there. Yeah, because he had four touchdowns, uh, three <laughs> on the ground, one through the air. And it's weird because this, this Colts defense has been so good against the run this year, and Fournette just tore him up, including a 28-yard touchdown run at yeah. the end of the game. And then, surprisingly enough, Gronk was the leading receiver here. Yeah. Seven receptions, 123 yards. Better days were ahead for Godwin and Evans. Good news here that if you roster Gronk, it looks like he's back. Yes. Uh, Jonathan Taylor... He ended up with just about on the last drive that the Colts total, second to last drive that the Colts had. I mean, he had like sixty five rushing yards, and it's like, okay, you're gonna wait until you're down seven to run the darn ball. Like you had a fourteen point lead at one point or a ten point lead at one point, this, and you didn't try to establish your run game then. Like, gosh, <laughs> Frank, right? Come on, man. looking at these numbers though, it looked like this was a game for the tight ends. Yeah. Doyle rules. Doyle ended up with six for 81 and a touchdown was the leading receiver on Colts. Mm-hmm. But the big news, Carson Wentz, is he a guy that you're trusting down the stretch? Uh, no. Really? No. He, he's too inconsistent. Yeah, I, And it might be all matchups and stuff, but, I mean, he had a few good games there where he was putting up 30 in our league, and that's pretty good for a quarterback. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go get him. And then he put up, like, 12 points. The, the week that I played him because Murray was out. And then I was like, oh, well, I don't trust this guy. And then I went and got Garoppolo, and he only put up, like, that same week I went and got Garoppolo. He only put up, like, 18 or 20 or something Fair. like that. Very low numbers. This is just – maybe it was the matchup. And it looks like know. Antonio Gibson is hurt now. Uh-oh. <sighs> uh, Oh, yeah, it comes down on that right ankle, right knee, a little awkward. Sorry, man. Um, Our next game, Panthers of the Dolphins. We apologize We did not for watch saying, this game. We apologize for saying Cam Newton would be a great play this week. I didn't say he was going to be a great play. I think he, I said he had a shot. An interesting play. Five, five completions on 21 passing attempts, only 92 yards, two touchdowns. Or two interceptions, sorry. And, and they had a rushing touchdown that... Three carries, five yards, yeah. and a rushing touchdown. He just... That was a disappointing game for pretty much everyone involved. Yeah, and the big news here, Christian McCaffrey, he ended up leaving this game. He's now on season-ending IR due to an ankle injury. That really hurts this offense. I don't pick the Panthers to win a game the rest of the season. But good news here, DJ Moore ended up with four receptions for 103 yards. He was the only one that you were excited about. I mean, but at the end of the day, you would like a touchdown in there. But Newton... I will say he's proving why he was let go. Chuba Hubbard's the back or the going to be the guy here, but Amir Duel is going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on and maybe deeper 
yeah. deeper leagues and dynasty leagues. Because he has good PPR value. He's getting the he was getting the passing work when Chuba Hubbard was the guy. Yep. But he hasn't really lost any of his work even when McCaffrey came back. And you just hate to see CMC go down yeah. again. I mean, if you don't have him on your roster, <laughs> that's good news for your league, the rest of the league, except for that one manager that does have him on their roster. As for the Dolphins, Tua, he looked good. And he's looked good a lot this year. Yeah, I really wanted him, but I didn't. I forgot that when I put in a waiver claim that I had picked somebody up. I didn't have any <laughs> roster space because I was 9 and you were 10 on waiver priority in a 10-team league. And I was like, how the heck? And I was like, ah, crap. And somebody told Gaskin that it was it wasn't it was a it was an odd week. Yeah. He actually went off this week. Well, Gaskin's <laughs> been playing pretty consistently and pretty well these last three or four weeks. In the month of November, he had a good month. Yeah. And then Philip Lindsay recently signed. He actually had a decent game. I mean, twelve touches. He's looking like he could be the backup to Gaskin if Gaskin goes down. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. And then it was Waddle. And it was tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> tight ends, plural. Not even just Gesicki. Yeah, I mean, they Tua and the Dolphins offense love their tight ends. You got Gesicki, well, Wilson, Smythe. Uh, but the, really the only wide receiver you're playing, even when Devontae Parker comes back, I still think the only the only wide receiver you're playing for this team is Waddle. You know, on this touchdown, he, he, he waddled in the touchdown. <laughs> I don't have the drop for this, but he did waddle. That's cute. All right, the next game, we have the Titans at the Patriots. This, this game wasn't even close. No, I mean, this whole game, and I feel bad for Tannehill because A.J. Brown's out, Julio Jones is out, Derek Henry's they're basically, out. They're running into what all of us fantasy managers are running into. Injuries. They can do everything right, but they're just plagued by injuries. I mean, didn't they make 13 roster moves last week? Some In on one day. Yeah, one day. But, as we said, Dontrell Hilliard, he had 12 carries for 131 yards and a touchdown. Only one reception, but... He did lose a fumble. And then even Deontay Foreman ran well. Yeah, I mean, he had 19 carries for 109 yards, no touchdowns, one reception, three yards, also a fumble loss. So <clears throat> the fumbles are something to look into. I'm not trusting any of these wide receivers on this no. team. No. As, as for the Patriots, I think it's hard to trust any of these guys. Kendrick Bourne might be the guy because he's getting the touchdowns. But... Mac Jones is becoming very useful lately. I I think I think Bill Belichick is starting to trust his his young rookie QB, and I mean he's throwing thirty times a game. That that's not a small workload, and that's not no. a small level of trust in your rookie QB. You're letting him go out there and fling it, and he's very proficient. He's very 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 efficient. I mean, he has high completion percentage week in and week out. He topped three hundred yards this week and had two touchdowns. I mean, he was a good play for you. Yep. I mean, other than that, I'm not sure I'm starting any but anybody else on this team. No. Like I said, if I'm desperate, Bourne's a decent a shot just because he he seems to be the guy that Jones is looking for in the red zone. Yeah, or or Hunter Henry. It's weird that he only had Touch, three sets. Yeah, Hunter Henry's so. a touchdown dependent tight end. And he had like four straight weeks of touchdowns. But yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Good for the Patriots, good for Mac Jones, but I'm not trusting any of these guys in the starting lineup in a fantasy football format. Our next game, we had the Eagles and the Giants. What a disappointing. Giants won 13-7. The Eagles, though, they just look bad all over. I think it was more Jalen Hurts than anything. And, and, and the closest I can refer to this game is, look at that 
Alabama-Auburn game, the offense wasn't doing anything. The defense did everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a fourth – you know, there was a drive there late in the game, and, and the Eagles' defense stepped up and stopped them and held the Giants to the field goal to make it 13-7. to But, I mean, this offense just was awful. The thing is, it looks like what they are wanting to do is they're wanting to run the ball, and it doesn't matter if it's Hurts, Scott, or Sanders. Yeah. Uh, and when – when Hertz is running, this offense doesn't look good. No. But when he's actually throwing the ball, it's been efficient. Yeah, but, the, you know, and I, I heard a <clears throat> clip from the commentators during the game, and it was saying, how can you trust your quarterback to go down the field and throw the ball when he's been missing everybody and he's mm-hmm. thrown three interceptions or two interceptions at that point? So. Yep. As for, the, as for the Giants, though, Daniel Jones, he was efficient. He didn't have to do a whole lot. No. Saquon – He's playing a lot, so there's optimism there, but I think he's just a running back, too, for you going forward. Yeah, uh-oh. And then, That's interesting. I, I'm not trusting any of these tight ends or receivers in, on the Giants. No, not this... until, I think Kadarius Tony is the only one we're trusting right now, and even then, with his injury status for the week, it's really hard to trust, like you said, but he would be the only one. Yep. Odin, stop. So our next game, we had the Falcons at the at the Jaguars. This was another game. It was just kind of meh. Uh, Atlanta won 21-14. Yeah. But the only guy that you really consider, I mean, you're probably starting pits in, like, Dynasty Leagues or something. But, but not in a keeper league. In redraft, the only guy you're considering starting consistently Patterson. is Patterson. 16 carries, 108 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. And then he had two receptions for 27 yards. This guy... Not a bad day. He is the offense. He, it took him eight years, but he finally broke out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody uh, even knows who he is. As for Jacksonville, Lawrence, you're, you're not playing you're, him yet. The only person you're running out there is Robinson, especially since Van Arnold has an MCL injury and he's done for the year. Yeah, and the only thing that stinks about Robinson is he had that heel injury a few weeks ago, and it's like ever since then, man, it's like he's not in there. He's a three-down back, but he's I, not getting the workload that he was earlier this season. I think he takes some drives off just to kind of rest it because it, it is a pain tolerance thing for this. Yeah. But, yeah, Dan Arnold, I've been beating the drum, beating the table for him all or most of this year. Now he's done. It's a shame to see him go out. Yeah, but I mean, this might open tough. up a cheap buy-in window for Dynasty. True, true. <clears throat> the next game, uh, we had the New York Jets at the ten- at the te- Houston Texans. What? The Jets won 21-14. Ugly game. Wilson salvaged his day with a rushing touchdown, but I don't, you're not starting Wilson at all. No. And not I, I'm not all. trusting any of these running backs. The good news is, though, Elijah Moore, he still had a decent game. If only they can give him a, a if only Wilson could throw the ball well. Yeah. Uh Moore is he he's one of those guys, he's he's a high ceiling, low floor guy. Yeah. At least right now. Better days are ahead, but he's a guy I wouldn't I wouldn't be against starting if you need a play for some big points. In a deep, deep league, yeah. As for Houston it's tough to trust anybody here. Cooks had a decent day, but it's just because he got a touchdown. Yeah, it was a deep ball, 40-yard touchdown. And I don't know, man. When Before Tyrod Taylor got hurt, he, Brooke, Cooks was his favorite option, man. He had like 12 targets a game. 
I don't know what's happening. I mean, I'm probably I'm probably avoiding Houston at all costs. Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> well, dynasty leagues are a little bit different. Yeah. All right. So our next game, we had the Chargers at the Broncos. Um, Again, the Broncos. Who do you? They won twenty eight thirteen. Chargers Broncos. You don't ever. You don't know which team you're gonna get. You Her- never do. Herbert. He still had a decent day. But I mean, Austin Eckler. This guy, he's just an offensive weapon. Yeah. Keenan Allen, you're running him out there consistently. But other than that, I'm not sure I'm trusting anybody else from the Chargers right now. Not at this time. I I was thinking Mike Williams might be a viable option in the flex position, but it's hard to trust. He's one of those, if you need a high floor, like. You mean high ceiling. Yeah, high ceiling, yeah. Yeah, you throw him out there and hope. My question for you, though, is Cortland Sutton droppable now? Ever since Jerry Judy's been back, I don't think you've seen he's seen more than five targets, and they've gone down each week. I don't know, man. Now they, I mean, the Broncos haven't been running or throwing the ball much. They've been relying on the run. Yeah. I just, I really hope next year they go out and get a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers or somebody. That'd be interesting. That'd <clears throat> certainly be interesting. But I think Aaron Rodgers is going to stay put in Green Bay. We'll see. I will say, though, both running backs for the Broncos, they both look good. They're both playable for sure, especially in RB2s. And not only that, they have a very good playoff schedule. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're more flex-worthy but or desperation, but I wouldn't be afraid to throw them in if needed. Our next game, we have the Rams at the Packers. This game was actually, I mean, it was a high-scoring Kind of back and not even back and forth. It never really seemed in danger for Green Bay, but no. Green Bay won thirty six twenty eight. Stafford, he he ended up with a decent day. He started off real slow. I mean, one interception, one <clears throat> fumble loss. So that that's not good. Henderson, he did come out of this. I think he said with a quad injury. This might be a time to go pick up Sony Michelle if he's not already rostered. Yeah, because we've seen Michelle step in and do well on this on this team. Cooper Cup did Cooper Cup things. Uh, he didn't have his touchdown. Well, <laughs> he, I mean, he did. He did <laughs> wide receiver one things, not Cooper Cup things. <laughs> seven receptions, ninety six yards. You can't be mad at that. Oh, good. Antonio Gibson's back in. Okay. Um, Rodgers, man, twenty eight completions, three hundred seven yards, two touchdowns. That's not, and and then a rushing touchdown to top it off. So he did, he had a really good day. And AJ Dillon. Well, I will say Odell Beckham Jr. He finally got a touchdown, first one since I think 2018 is what they said. I don't know, but but he did get a hit pointer in this game, so keep an eye on the injury day report. Day, I believe, and they yeah. said don't expect him to miss time or something like that. Now the Packers they do go on a bye this week, but AJ Dillon looked really good. Yeah, and I think he's definitely he's earning more of a workload even when Jones is fully back. I mean, he had double the carries and five more receptions well i think they're easing jones in right now he's just two weeks removed from an mcl injury yeah possibly i guess Uh, you don't need him out there Devontae adams looked good randall cobb looked good before he got hurt yeah and even marcus valdez scantling he had nine targets like we talked he used to be that deep deep ball guy but now rogers is looking for him quite a bit yeah i mean he's a big target man it's hard to miss him Next game, Vikings at 49ers. Kirk Cousins, like I said, he's been playing well. 
he's definitely a guy I I would consider starting going forward. Yeah, uh, he he has a a pretty solid loaf, like a, a four, pretty solid four. Uh, but its ceiling is through the roof as well, depending on scripting and game mm-hmm. planning. And now without Dalvin Cook, we we could see him throw a ball a little bit more. Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook, he like we said, he tore his labrum. It's likely not seen ending, ending, but he should miss some games. They're saying probably yeah. one to two. Uh, but Alexander Masson is definitely a very viable backup that can mm-hmm. just jump in and kind of keep things moving. Definitely. But the good news here, both wide receivers, Jefferson and Thielen. Good days. Yeah, you're not benching them. They're good to go. Conklin didn't have the typical day he's had in the past, but that's expected. It's, it's going to happen. At some point, you're you're going to drop off a cliff and your fantasy owner, fantasy managers are going to get upset. And it's like, okay, well, I can't do it every game. Garoppolo, <laughs> he didn't look great, but he didn't look good. No, he did not but do me any favors. Eliza Mitchell, even with like the extra padding on his finger and having a pin in there, yeah, he did, he did well. Good. Yeah, I mean... He touched the ball 32 times. And he's doing more than what he was doing at the beginning of the year. He's getting the passing work, too. Yeah. Um, Trey Sermon did lead this game with an injury. I think he was put on the IR to end the season. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Wilson was a non-factor this game. I yeah. think he had three touches. Yeah, completely bull crap. Now, Debo Samuel, they're saying when he lines up at running back, this team is averaging over eight yards of play. Wow. The league average is six. <laughs> this guy, he is so versatile. He does it all, man. The thing is, though, groin injury. He's hurt all the time. Yeah. He was hurt in college. He was hurt. He's hurt in the NFL. <laughs> like he, he, it's not going to be season ending. But they're saying I think one to two weeks for him. Yeah, he but should be back pretty soon. We've yeah, seen Ayuk step up in that role when Debo's been down. Uh, and, I mean, even even this week, he had a solid week. It's not the greatest week, but, I mean, three receptions, 91 yards for Brandon Ayuk. Um, my trade earlier, a couple, couple weeks ago, seems to be paying off there uh, to get Ayuk. So, I'm happy. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, Ayuk, he's probably going to be a staple in your lineup with Debo out. Mm-hmm. And we could see an uptick for Kittle, too. And then the last game we had to go over, Browns at the Ravens. This game was okay. Whew. Can I just can I just say something real quick? I had a 24-25 point lead going into last night's game, and the guy I'm playing had Lamar Jackson at quarterback and Devonta Freeman at running back, and I look at halftime, I'm like, well, I'm still winning. <laughs> I know I knew Lamar Jackson had three interceptions. I was like, but darn man, nine points combined for those two people. I was like, great, this is great, this is great. The game ends. I tell myself I'm not gonna look at it. I'm not gonna look at it. I'm not gonna look at it. Game ends, and I'm like, there's no way I lost this game. There's no way I lose by a point. And I start going, how did I lose by a point? How? There's no way. I go back and look, and somehow Jamison Crowder's in my gosh darn flex. I had Bateman in there all week, and I don't remember changing it, and I'm so mad, man. I'm so mad. Well, Ugh. Baker Mayfield. Not he, impressive. He looks like a better game manager than the guy you're relying on. I just don't think Baker's the quarterback but to take this team to the next level. This running game, it looked bad. Mm, yeah, I mean... I will say Baltimore, though, they're one of the best run defenses. So, and they had a I think better days are ahead. Yards rushing between Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. So, not a great day. 
I'm still probably not trusting any of these pass catchers, but if you have to start one, you're starting Landry. He's the only viable option right now. As for yeah, as for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, I think he's still feeling effects of his illness. He threw four interceptions today or yesterday. Yeah, only had 165 yards on uh, and one touchdown on 20 completions, but he added 68 yards on the ground. That's 6.8 points. So I mean, and then if you absolutely have to start one of these running backs, it, I think Devonta Freeman's definitely yeah, filled up that yeah. Role. He, and, and I mean, Andrews Brown and Bateman are all viable options to play in deeper leagues. I think. Yeah, de- and not even deeper leagues, regular ten team leagues. Yeah, I mean, if I would have played Bateman, I would have won by like six points or something. Jesus. All right. Well, that wraps up our our week twelve recap. So mm-hmm. we'll jump in. We'll hit the Thursday night game: Cowboys at Saints. Yep. For the Saints, you're starting Kamara or Ingram, depending on if Kamara is active. Or both, because they both get enough work. I don't know if Ingram's viable enough with Kamara active. Because we'll the Saints have a slow place, pace of play. Yeah. And then if Taysom Hill's out there. Yeah, quarterback. Yep. I wouldn't be against starting Taysom Hill, though. Maybe. You can get him. And then the Cowboys, hopefully Dak, Cooper, Lamb, they're all back. Well, Cooper and Lamb are back. Lamb did get a full practice today. Thank goodness. Um, Zeke, if he's full go, you're starting him. And Pollard could be a flex play for you. Sure. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hopefully, though, the players avoid COVID going around the Cowboys. I think they've had, like, five coaches test positive, including Mike McCarthy. Jesus. Um, so, besides that, who's your pick for this game? Again, you don't know what team you're going to get. <laughs> Cowboys, I guess. I'm going to go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> you sound really sure about that one. I, I am going with the Cowboys as well, though. All right. Well. We're going to try to keep these a little bit shorter just because we're starting them at kickoff. Yeah. And we'd like to watch the game, keep an eye on that. Yep. And, I mean, if we get through them quicker, it just means that you guys probably watch more of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but go like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like and subscribe on YouTube. And here on Twitter. And Anchor Podcast, uh, Google Spot Podcast. Yep. And please share. Spotify Podcast. And please share our videos and everything. Help us yeah. grow. Help us grow. Uh, like we said, this is something we want to do full time. Yeah. Like us, share us, follow us, subscribe to us, all that jazz. And watch and give us. It, and give us feedback. Don't, give us feedback. don't even yeah. you only have to watch us. Just download. Just quick play. Just keep, yeah, play <laughs> it and listen to it in the background while you work or something. Nobody's going to know. But yeah, we appreciate you guys and you guys have a good night. See you Thursday. Thank <laughs> you.